The following show features episodic breakdowns of Jackass, either performed by professionals or under the supervision of professionals. For your safety, avoid listening to this podcast at all times. Hi, I'm Mikey Aaronworth. I'm Jason Wellwood. And I'm Chris Aaronworth. Welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass. We're three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones. It's a sad or happy day because we are doing mm. the final episode of Jackass Forever. It doesn't mean it's the final episode of our podcast because we got 4.5 coming right off the jump. Yeah, we do. We're pretty fucking pumped about that. Exactly. Uh, uh, 4.5 starts next week. So if you haven't seen it yet, make sure you do. Chris, your voice is like full on radio star today. <laughs> What's going on? What happened? Yeah, let's talk about that. <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, but it feels like I'm sounding a little bit more deeper, right? Yeah, you were nasally. You were like a little nerd last week. I don't know what that was about. Well, I had a headache. I don't know if that had something to do with it. I've been smoking no. a ton of cigarettes. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's kind of giving me that cool voice. That like you're like that, cool you're like that guy have. from yeah. uh, Smoking Aces. Remember that movie, Smoking Aces? He's like the guy who tries to be uh, 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 like a, he he can like shape shift almost like be a bunch of different people. And there's that one scene where he's like spraying shit in his mouth and like smoking a bunch of cigarettes to get his voice lower. That's what you're doing before each <laughs> show, and it's working, Chris. Let me tell you. That's it. That's well, it. Thank kids. you, Mikey. You better start smoking now if you want a deep, manly voice like Chris over here. Just. <laughs> Do I make you honey? <laughs> Honestly, right. a little bit. Yeah, yeah baby. <laughs> it's not weird because they're not brothers. <laughs> they're not. It's all it's all a ruse, really. We just put that on. They, they actually never met yeah. in person, which is why there's so much sexual tension on this show all the time. <laughs> Figure that one out. Hey, guess what else? Uh, you want to talk about sexual tension, guys? I want to talk about this next one, which uh, I think we just jump right in. I think we blow the load right now. Hey, well if done. You will. Huh? Because mm -hmm. if if you remember last time we left off with the electric dance floor, but there's like a part fucking three to this sketch where after everybody's done being electrocuted, Dave goes immediately outside and there's like a Hollywood director's chair set up and they plop him down on this thing. And he thinks, oh, it's an interview for the movie. And they ask him, hey, Dave, what was your favorite stunt, Dave? And Dave says, with me in it? Yes, Dave, that's why we're asking you. <laughs> Uh, it's the firehouse rodeo and he doesn't get much further than that until all hell breaks loose in the form of five gallons of pig cum falling from the ceiling. How he didn't see that. I wonder how they concealed that. that I'd like to know. Oh, you know, a big I know. vat of pig cum um, hidden. Chris will have to, you'll have to fill me in on that. But uh, it's what they call the boar cocky, which I hey, absolutely Great love. name, by the way. Great um, name. Chris, how do you think they concealed that uh, vat of cum? So by cheating ahead and watching 4.5 number one jay uh, you'll be very happy spoiler. he wasn't the only buddy that the only person that got hit by this mm, and there's no also way. what they did is they had a big like circular skylight type thing that looked like a big kind of a lantern above them and oh, i guess man. that's where it was all all stored yeah that means they used they used the pig cum as like a diffuser for the light to make nice and soft. <laughs> Does that mean the light would look like a disco ball because it has all the little sperm in it swimming around? Like it looks like you got uh, shadows moving all around the room? Uh, I, when awesome. I was a kid, I actually thought that when you came, you could like, you had little like, because you know when you look at a sperm under a microscope, you can see it like its little tail moving. I 100% thought that when you come, you had like a million of those little things in the palm of your hand or in your <laughs> thing right next Wait, so did you it's think terrifying. that you just had a really small <laughs> sperm count? Like you only shot out three or four of them? 
And you're like, man, I'm not seeing the tails on these guys. Not or did you the realize tails. they were microscopic? No, you know what? I figured I could just grow into it like like they're fucking sea monkeys. Like one day they're not going to be ah. there. And then you wake up one morning and you got a bunch of little shrimp in your in your water. Yeah. That's why Mikey had a bunch of fish tanks in his room filled with. Uh, he did. He actually did. I went in there and I turned on a black light once. I'm like, why do you have all this <laughs> yeah. glowing water? It looks like a murder scene in here. <laughs> He's just trying to grow the sea monkeys, Chris. Um, <laughs> we call them sea monkeys the way that I was doing Thank it. You. Thank you very much. Uh, I just love that um, after this happens, Dave's like, he's not really sure what to make of it. He's already, like we've talked about it on our our initial impressions episode of the movie after seeing it in theaters, how he's just so, he's become like a man that is, he's he's the definition of PTSD. Yeah. He's been hit with a cum. He's looking around. He's like, I just got shocked so many times. Like, what's going on? <laughs> and uh, everybody runs out from the back. They're laughing. And you can, if you watch Knoxville, he's so excited to be the first one to tell him what it is that he just points and he says, it's pig cum. What? Pig come <laughs> and Dave starts spitting up. He's he's just not happy with this. The best part about that is like like when you grow up on Jackass, like as a Jackass member. Not that I would know, but I get the impression that you've just had everything done to you at some point or another. Like the way he reacts to it being pig come, he's just like, ooh, that was pretty rough. What was that? What, it was it was pig come. It was pig come. Okay, it was it was pig come. Like it's just no like so normal yeah. to him as if as if he like took a sip from a drink. He's like, what is, is that cilantro? There's cilantro in that. A cilantro syrup. Wow, I didn't know you could do that. Like he's just yeah. so water yeah. off his back or come off his back. I guess you would. I guess you could say. He's like I'll I'll finish the glass of pig come, but I'm not going to enjoy it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. I, I don't want to do any spoilers, but in four point yeah. five, this whole scene is elaborated on so much. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to be very happy, Jay. There's okay. so much okay. in enlightenment into what's about to happen dave speaks about it other people get hit and and i cannot wait for you that know time. it would be great if they brought dave england in to do an interview about the pig come and they got him with more pig come i i, I would be so into that inception or maybe conception depending on where the come goes yeah he's talking about the pig come and then it turns out his, his seat is actually a fire hose and they turn it on. <laughs> yes, well, yes. I didn't expect that. I do uh, want to yeah. hear the story he was going to tell about the fire hose rodeo. Though. I, I feel like I've told yeah, I've heard him tell it before because I know he's like really proud of that stunt. But uh, yeah, I just want to hear jackass kids talk about jackass stunts all day long. There you go. And there is a great line of the movie in here, too. After he finds out that it's pig cum, he's, he's spitting out everywhere, trying to get it out of his mouth. And he says to everybody, I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> and uh, I just think that's it's like so clever that I don't know if he was serious or not. Uh, just the way he delivers the line is brilliant. I think he was serious. I 100 percent. Why would that not be vegetarian? What do you mean? Do we have to go over the sea monkey. Did, you're telling again, me vegetarian or? girls don't give head or swallow cum <laughs> vegans might not i mean they're pretty Fuck. strict <laughs> no wonder i've never dated a fucking vegan man holy shit <laughs> jesus no, no. christ i tell i tell them i don't eat fish hey. they do they just they just spit it out into a sealed container after and, and uh, drive it down to the you know the lab to donate it <laughs> no not, not the lab they set it free in the water they just <laughs> that's better i like oh, that don't better. say goodbye don't say goodbye oh, it hurts too much oh. I just pictured some vegan chick standing at the edge of a bridge somewhere, just like you're spreading your dad's ashes or something. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Spreading the jizz. So, so fucking gross. Um, wow. The best okay. part of this, though, is that they do an instant replay. It's like you're watching a hockey game here, folks. You might have missed the goal, so here it is one more time in slow motion for you. And Tremaine is egging everyone on, saying, watch, 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 everybody be quiet, watch this. And as Dave is getting covered and come, jumping out of his seat, he opens his mouth, which is mistake number one right there. (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, you see one single drop land right on his tongue. It couldn't be more perfect. It's so perfect. Like you, you, I, it's almost hard. Like I, it's, it's almost hard. Like you would have had to have been watching his mouth to notice that it happened, which tells me that like, that's what Jeff was looking for. He just wanted to see Dave England eat cum. Was that the whole point of this Bucket sketch? List. And if so, yeah. well done, Jeff. Well done. Well done. Good aim on uh, whoever rigged that one up. You did well. Uh, but yeah, that's basically the end of this sketch. There's really not much more you can do other than go and take a shower and uh, sit in shame for a little while. Yeah. I hope the smell came out. I hope it didn't take a couple showers because I can only imagine it was pretty nasty. Um, but before it does end, I should point out that Aaron gets uh, a taser to the chest from Knoxville and falls down on the ground because... I don't know if they just put that in there as a segue for this next sketch, which features Aaron, but uh, just goes to show that he's always um, he's always the fu- the one who they have the most fun picking. I, on, I do though. I do before. always love the reminder that no matter yes. what's happening, no matter where you are, what's going on, you're always at risk on the set of a Jackass movie. It would be like honestly, it makes me understand why uh, we we we've got PTS Dave on our hands. Like it, there's one hundred percent constantly fearing for something to happen like he's gotta everyone there must have like they must wake up in the middle of the night with like nightmares and night terrors um do you guys want to give this one a a review though i do all right jay why don't you start us off you usually don't start off the episode with uh with your review I'm going to do that. Uh, So for this one, the Dave pig dump, I I think the setup was great. I loved that Dave didn't suspect a thing after all these years because he was just ready to launch right into that fire hose story. We never got it, sadly, but boy, did we get a good sketch here. So I think that uh, overall, I I liked the thing that preceded it a little more. That was like the meat of the sandwich here. Sure. If this is a three-part, three-parter. Still really enjoyed this, though, a lot. It was very funny. So I would give this a solid... uh, just under the other one at seven and a half out of 10. And uh, yeah, just love this situational fucking around with the guys type yeah. stuff. Good, good stuff. Chris, what about you? To me, this is more of an interstitial. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like it. I like what happens, but knowing what's going to happen in the future is going to get a much higher rating. If we go down that road um, to me, this is just a five out of 10. We've oh, seen wow. a bunch of these pranks before. Like it just didn't have much for me. I needed a little bit more. That's fair. Uh, um, I kind of agree. I love the idea. I love the laugh attack that Jeff Tremaine has. It's always nice to see some of his personality. I also really liked the line where Dave's there. Dave always has these throwaway fucking lines. Like you mentioned that I'm a vegetarian one, Jay, but he also says he's like, I was wondering why you guys weren't letting me wear my cool hat because he was wearing the top hat in the, in the electric <laughs> tap dance. That was funny too. So because he was a good sport, because uh, uh, you got that random shot of the cum going in his mouth, it could have been a lot less funny. I'm giving this one a seven out of 10 uh to to applaud the happenstance of this one as well definitely yeah you know what i think i'm starting to see a pattern in my preferences for jackass stunts and it's either clever butthole humor or (laughs) when dave gets fucked with because he's always got the best reactions in the post segment he definitely does i don't know what it is about him but he's just we're gonna see more of this which is the delightful thing i can't fucking wait to talk more about dave's reactions and some of these sketches coming up but before we get there let's jump ahead to the lie detector test and this is what i was talking about a moment ago this does feature aaron mcgahee and this is something if you saw the trailer probably was spoiled for you i almost wish going in that i didn't know what was going to happen here for sure but hey um let's talk about it and break it down what happens real quick here so aaron is he's on a what looks like an electric chair you know one of those just 
you'd see this in a prison somewhere. He's got his hands strapped in. He's got a shock collar around his neck. He can't move. He's restrained pretty tightly into this thing. And Knoxville's going to administer the shocks if he thinks Aaron is lying. At least that's what we're told. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love the first question that he asks him is, what is your name? It's plain and simple here. Um, and they gave him a test run first. They shock him once and say, if you answer cor- correctly here, we won't have to feel that again. But did you guys notice that when he says, my name is Aaron, I don't, sorry, I don't remember his middle name, but he says Aaron something McGee. So I've been saying McGee all this all time. We've been saying McGee and we've all been getting it wrong. It's fucking McGee. Yeah. So there you go. Fun fact. Uh, thanks Aaron. And the next question is, are you allergic to bees? And this is where the thing just goes off the fucking rails because he says, <laughs> Yes, I am. <laughs> Why is serious? the first question, have you ever had a gay thought? I don't know. <laughs> if I ever had any of my friends strapped into a, to a lie detector test, I'm going there right away. Why? Right after I qualify their name. I don't know. Just to fucking, you know. Every just, single I, human see, being fails that test. Every well, single yeah, so. Exactly. And then I know if I stand a chance or not, you know? <laughs> I think I would pepper that one up a bit, though, and say, have you ever had a gay thought? about me there you and go then, that's that's a good one there you go yeah you know then it's just chris remind me never to let you put day. me in a lie detector test <laughs> oh i will get you good brother boy so <laughs> here we go though he asks him if he's allergic to bees he says no he shocks him anyway knoxville gives him the shock he's so pissed aaron's just like i got tested by doctors dude and i love how he's he's anticipating another shock so he says hold on a sec just just let me figure some things out real quick <laughs> that is my favorite line in yeah. this movie is him just, just stop it let me figure some things out is his just desperation and fear yeah. is unbelievable so like this this is the kind of, you know when people talk about like torture shouldn't be allowed because you're never going to know whether the the truth you're getting the truth people will just say whatever the yeah. fuck you want them to say to get out of it this tells me that because when he answers no to being allergic to bees he, he looks less frustrated to me and more confused he's like i I fucking I am I am allergic to bees. What what is going on here? It's like then you can see the clock going back. He's like I, I did I got tested by a doctor. Like <laughs> am I not? And he's starting to think like this lie detector test is a better yeah. test than than an allergy test. And uh, uh yeah, man, I I think I would rather be waterboarded than strapped to a chair and subjected to whatever Johnny Knoxville has up his sleeve because he's a fucking sick, sick freak. <laughs> he's sick. What freak. about yeah. Chinese, uh, like the the tapping torture, the water, the water torture. torture, the water torture? Mm. You've done that. To I know. Me with I your know. Friends. You've passed that test numerous times without choice. We just pinned you down and did that to you for a yeah, long Jay, time. Yeah, Jay, that's a true story. Uh, my brother was Jesus. was fascinated by the concept of Chinese water torture as a kid, which is where they they hold you down and they drop a single drop of water constantly on your head to the point where it it eventually after hours feels like it's like a cement truck hitting you in the head and my brother wanted to see if this would work so he invited his friends over <laughs> and they grabbed just a, a handful of pickup sticks Ooh. pinned me down and just rammed it against my forehead <laughs> for about 20 minutes and i went to school looking like i had fucking swiss cheese disease on my head like holes and bruises and tiny little lumps all over the place it was gross this <laughs> oh is what i God. grew up with I, I, I had say, the though, danger. That, uh, I had the, the PTS Dave. I was PTS Mikey. But are you tougher these days, Mikey? I don't think so. I think I've got a lot of <laughs> mental health issues that I'm trying to work through. Yeah. Like I was, we were talking the other day about how you used to like light pennies on fire and throw them at me. And like you threw scissors <laughs> at me. Like you threw a dart at my friend and it's stuck in the door behind him. Like, well, we, he was we, fucking being a dick in Star Fox 64. He deserved it. <laughs> You can't mess with a guy's older brother. Are you stupid? 
This is why I loved Jackass because I got to finally see other people subjected to it. So if you ever wanted some insight into why, why I was obsessed with this, um, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> yeah, but Jay, I, I agree. I, I had, even in my notes, I'm bummed that this, this sketch got ruined in the trailer because how funny would it have been if the door opened up and you didn't know a bear was going to be showing up because, because yeah, what they do the is they end up slathering honey on him and he's still thinking bees and he's like, Oh no, yeah. honey. And then when they put the salmon, he's like S -s -s salmon, like he cannot <laughs> for the life of him, figure out what's going on. Uh, and I think he would have rather not known, uh, rather than be subjected yeah. to what's about to come. Oh man. Yeah. I totally agree. Cause when he sees that bear, God damn, the bear is on, on a chain, so it has a little bit of a leash, but Aaron's eyes just pop out of his head and he's frozen. Like, you see real fear. This isn't put on at all. You yeah. can tell. There's no shadow of a doubt. It is real. But the thing is, I almost wonder why they wouldn't have put, like, a little tension on the chain or something so the bear could get real close, but maybe just out of, like, 100%. biting distance or 100%. something. But they didn't. They just... Like, I don't even know why the chain's there, honestly, because it doesn't seem to do anything other than when the Wrangler has to show up, I suppose. But anyway, the, Knoxville and everybody retreats, right? So it's just him and the bear in the room now, and they're behind this, you know, one-way glass, and they're watching him. Knoxville will occasionally come on a speaker and talk to Aaron. The first thing he says is, Aaron, remain calm. And they're really just, you know, making this worse, if anything, for the poor guy, but He's, you know, getting sniffed up by the bear. The bear's kind of deciding what to do with him. He kind of looks at the salmon first. Uh, he's kind of trying to figure out, you know, what's my next move here? And it's not very long until the bear starts kind of going towards Aaron's hand and he clenches a tight fist and says, I think this bear is going to bite me. And everybody's just losing their shit laughing. Like there's no concern for Aaron at all, but I think he's in some real danger here at this point. I agree. I no pun intended. I, hey, well done. I, for the life of me, don't understand how they did this sketch. I don't understand how they let it happen. This, like, I guess the animal wrangler specialty guy, which by the way, Jay, the chain wasn't actually linked up to anything. That was just for the wrangler. It was like attached to a, it was basically gotcha. a leash. It was a leash for the bear. But for the life of me, I just don't get how they let it happen, especially because animals can sense fear. Aaron's not used to like, who knows? Maybe he panics and flails and, and lose like the bear has his hand in its mouth at one point. There's no one in there to, to react right off the bat. I was, I was almost more scared than enjoying this sketch when I was watching it. It was, mm. it made me uncomfortable, not in a bad yeah. way, but I felt like legitimately scared for myself yeah. and Aaron. This Chris, was one of the, you... sorry, sorry. This... I was just going to ask you, do you think this is like, what? Do you, Chris, do you think this was funny to watch? Did you get a kick out of this or did Big you feel time. like bad for the poor guy? Big time. And the, my favorite okay. part about it was <clears throat> at the end, like, you know, Aaron's like, this is like over. He has that whole kind of like, he's still freaking out mentality. And, and this might've been the first time that all of the guys at the same time came in and were like, well played, sir. Like they, yeah. I like, feel like this was his moment of respect. This is his moment of awakening where he became not the punching bag anymore. They had pure respect for him, how he handled this, how he dealt with this. They were freaked out. I think they didn't even understand how sketchy this whole th situation yeah. was until after. And because he has that moment, I was, you know, there was definitely times where I was kind of freaked out or I was worried about him. But you know what? You knew it was all good in the end. And I just love to see him kind of get that credit he finally deserved. Yeah, you'd think he would have gotten it by almost losing a nut in the pogo sticks guy. And who knows what came first and what came oh, second. Yeah. I can't remember. Does Johnny have black hair or gray hair in this one? 
I think it's black. Okay, so this was that. earlier on in, in the filming, so so maybe that was the moment. Maybe it did precede yeah, the right. uh the the cup test 2.0. Um here here's something here's hmm. here's something to to pay attention to if you go back and watch this sketch. I know that this is real. I know that the bear is in the room with him. I know that he's terrified because he's legitimately shivering the whole time. And especially at the end of the sketch, he's shivering. But there's a moment. If you watch when they place all the salmon around him, they place it on his lap and that's it. There's one camera angle where the bear goes underneath the belt and there's a bunch of salmon tucked in the belt, which is not there in the first scene. Which means at some point someone came in there and did more to the scene. They added more salmon or maybe the bear wasn't paying attention to him and they wanted to get some more shots. Part of this is not staged to say that it's fake, but definitely they they broke, set it back up and filmed again. Uh, still real and still fucking scary, but but something to look out for if you're rewatching it. Well, again, in 4.5, you'll see there's more interactions with the bear. Oh, is that true? <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Things got shuffled around probably then yeah. a little bit. That makes sense. Uh, I think overall with this one, I'm very confused with this one, guys. Like, I don't know how to feel about it because on one hand, I get it. It's a jackass. It's supposed to be dangerous. Like, it is. It just is. But I don't know. I The man doesn't even have a fraction of a shot at, es- at escaping here. Like, he's so strapped into this fucking chair. There's a part where he struggles and you can see. It, this is nothing like those Marvel movies where the guy breaks out of the restraints with sheer, sheer force right, of will. Like, right. he can't fucking move. <laughs> um, so I think part of me feels like it was a little unfair. Like, they didn't even give him, like, a sliver of hope. He's just basically fucked. And I think that's why part of me doesn't like it, even though much respect to him for agreeing to do it, not knowing what was coming. Yeah. I kind of like, I feel like I enjoyed it, but there's a part of me that's like, I don't know if I did. And I, I guarantee you, there's gotta be at least one person who was in the jackass group that feels the same way. Like, Hey, we shouldn't be doing this, Yeah, but they didn't say anything, but they were definitely thinking it. I feel the same way, Jay. I, I really do feel kind of conflicted in it. So I'm curious to see where your score lands. You want to lead us off with that? Yeah, for sure. Let's jump in um, and do it. Yeah, so, fuck, you got to add another guy to the PTSD pile, because afterwards, <laughs> poor Aaron couldn't even be touched. Yes. <laughs> like, Is it over? Just, uh, Is it over? Yeah. So, I, I don't think this one rates as high for me, honestly. It is intense as fuck, and it's it's a nail-biter, but... Yeah. Oh man, this is actually really hard. I'm not 100% sure where I land on this. I'm probably going to sit in the six range at most 6.9 out of 10 just because it is impressive. But there's part of me that just, it just didn't feel right. I don't know what it is. So, well, I'm going to jump on here and even that score out big time. (laughs) (laughs) The inner bully in me, I just talked about Chinese torture. So you know what? Fuck it. why, Why punish the victim of bullying? Because he's being bullied. Give him the praise that he deserved for being in the sketchy situations the way yeah, I look at it. It was funny. It was scary. His reactions were insane. They had the bait and switch. They had all the guys involved on the other side of things. Like, this is this is an all-around good stunt. You know, it's the same thing as when they tricked Aaron for the uh, the taxi cab situation, right? Like, yeah. I, I, I'm sorry, but I do like a good prank and I don't mind when they're picking on the person from time to time, especially when he's a good sport about it. He signs up for all these movies. He knows his role and he plays into it. That's part of his gimmick. That's part of what makes him special. So I don't want to like victimize him and take away from his 
his ability to understand the situations he's in and play into it. You know, he's he's a grown man and I know what he's doing and he knows what he's doing. So I'm, I'm giving this a nine and a half out of ten. Nice. Um, I feel like I'm sitting in here as as the uh, as the judge. You guys are I'm 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 going both ways on it because I understand, Jay, like I completely get where you're coming from with this because it feels like there's 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 an element of cruelty to it in a weird way. Uh, but I also think that it's an amazing stunt and it all worked out. And because of that, I, I do want to give it a rating for what it made me feel at its best, which was giddy with how dangerous it was. Like, you know, it's jackass. We've all had our senses kind of, uh, 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 kind of worn at the edges a little bit, right? Like we've seen such crazy things in this to have a stunt that makes me clench my butt cheeks together. Like this one did is impressive. And they found a way to do it without anyone really getting hurt. Jay, you mentioned it was intense. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, 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 like what you wouldn't want a bear to be on your camping trip. Um, intense. <laughs> Um, That's such a me joke. <laughs> I'm going to give this one a nine out of 10. Nice. Oh, wow. Okay. All right. right. That's good. Brother. I see where you guys are coming from though. I do see where you're coming from. Like it, I'm fucking conflicted because I feel like I should give more respect to Aaron for doing it, but it's like, yeah, just something there. You know what it is though? Here's a good example. When you think of like Steve-O doing the cock full of bees or in the, a stunt that's about to come up with Knoxville in a bull as bad as those are, you could argue that, yeah, well, there's really, there's no way you're getting out of that because once you're covered in bees or ch- being chased down by a bull, True. it's like, you know, you're in danger. But I feel like, okay, if Steve wanted to bail, he could have just jumped off the platform and be like, fuck it and start running away. It might have ended up worse for him for doing that. But he has the option to panic um, and kind of like take control of the situation. Knoxville has that with a bull. Like, yep, you can face off with a bull. But if you just want to head for the fence and jump over, you could. Aaron, on the other hand, is like, yeah, good luck, buddy. <laughs> like, I do if they agree. don't come save you, you're getting eaten by a fucking bear. It's almost like, like if cops put uh, something in our car that as soon as you went over the speed limit, you got a ticket. It's like, give me at least the option to control where that line is and how to potentially get away with it. It did feel a little bit like you're just subjecting him to this. And I think that is part of what made... Like the reason it worked is because it made me uncomfortable. So I can't excise that from my score. I think you and I feel the same way. We just ended up going two different ways with it. Yeah. Yeah. And at the end of it, everybody's clapping and cheering him on. And he seems like he wants to smile for the guys. He's like, okay, I'm just glad it's over. You know, he's not sitting there like crying and and scarred for life. Yeah. Not entirely. Not at least yet. (laughs) Not yet. Not yet. I mean, that remains to be seen in 4.5. Maybe we'll see more. Um, and I'm excited to see how that kind of expands. Um, but until then, let's move on to the next sketch in the main film here. This one is one that I actually forgot was in the movie until it <laughs> popped up. And it took me a second to kind of recall, uh, what are they doing to Pontius's dick here? Because they seem to be <laughs> attaching some sort of device. Um, I love how uncomfortable Poopy's looks from the couch behind Pontius. Like he's biting his nails a little bit. He looks like whatever's about to be strapped onto Pontius. He he wouldn't want this thing anywhere near him. This is the ping pong pecker. I've coined it. Basically, if you don't remember, they've got two pieces of clear like plexiglass or plastic or something. They just sandwich his cock in there and they screw it together as tight as you can get the thing. And the dude's dick is just like flat as a flat tire. It's ridiculous. <laughs> did anyone see the post um, that Pontius just did on his Instagram? Yes, no. I did. He's talking about 
the 4.5 being released and you see him just kind of popping one of those things up and you're like, oh my God, he's got it back on, but he pans out. He just has it in his hand, but it's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that that image yeah. of his flattened penis is to this Art. day, maybe one of the most art yeah. my, no no we, yes i mean of course uh, need need i say more is uh, of course it's art it. but it it's is one of the most bewildering you know when your mind sees something and it's so unlike anything you have a reference point for that it just you you can't register what you're looking at i did yeah. not know the human penis could do that it, it turns out our penises are like octopus where they can just like flatten themselves and get through Delicious. really tight angles. Maybe they have a beak as well. I have no idea. You, you got to uh, spend some more time in the dungeon on Friday nights, Mike. You'll learn this the, shit pretty quick. It wasn't very surprising guess, to me. I guess so. Yeah, yeah. This this was this is amateur this hour a thousand times before. Yeah, I played fucking full blown yeah. tennis like that. Never mind ping pong. <laughs> yeah, Chris has got one made out of sandpaper. It's great. Oh, God. Should he try that out? Oh, God. Uh, the weird thing, though, that Pontius tells us is that, hey, it doesn't really hurt at all, mm-hmm. which it looks like it hurts like a fucking bitch, but he says it doesn't hurt no, at all. No, it doesn't. Which is, yeah, that's the thing, right? So I, I think with this, though, <laughs> I just love that it's in the movie because it's so fucking stupid. It almost doesn't really amount to anything. They don't get a whole lot of footage out of it, but you definitely. At least half of like footage, Mikey I'd said. Say. Yeah, it's like you didn't even know this. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Always quick with those ones. It, but it's like you said, Mikey, it's like you didn't even know this is a thing that could happen. And I just appreciate that it's here to show us that, if anything. It was like a little fucking science experiment or something. Um, I, did you guys like his comment here when he says, <laughs> people keep asking us, what will jackass look like when we're older? <laughs> More mature as he starts beating his cock with the ping pong ball that's attached to the paddle. Oh. It's The thing I love about this one, that comment included, is that it just becomes so aware of itself halfway through it. Like everyone's aware of like, what do we what do we do with this now? Like no one has an idea of like how to turn this into something. And it. At a, in a moment when I'm watching it, like halfway through this segment, I was I was looking at myself. I'm like, everyone looks really bored here. And and then I thought, I don't really blame them. I'm kind of bored too. But then it occurred to me, like, how fucked up is our world that a guy squeezing his dick in between two sheets of acrylic and wrenching them together in a vice and playing ping pong with it is boring. Imagine showing this to someone in the year 1930. The, the, it would be the talk of the this would make world news if someone did this in 1930 <laughs> a i don't even know if yeah. plexiglass existed back then b the idea of squishing your dick in between it and playing ping pong like we so talk about the frog that gets boiled in the pot of water uh uh this is just like us not realizing how fucked up we've become because we're yeah, watching yeah. this like i don't I don't know. I could take it or leave it, to be honest. Dude. How many squished uh, dicks do we need to see over here? <laughs> I just hope the Olympics committee is watching is all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We could we could go for another sport. Oh, God. And you're right, Mikey. It, like, if you, if you saw that in, like, the 1920s or something, you could fucking take that show on the road, baby. I think I honestly, you know? honestly, I'm, I'm not kidding. If this happened in 1930, I cannot imagine... A scenario in which World War II happens. We—it's all we would be talking about. 
That's the only thing that would be on anyone's mind. Hey, you heard about this guy who's like trying yeah. to bring uh, uh, Germany back from the rubble? Yeah. Have you heard about this guy squishing his dick in between two sheets of acrylic? <laughs> That's way more interesting. Well, Hitler would see that it was circumcised and have a whole new faith in Jewish people. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> oh, man. oh man, somebody build a fucking time machine. That's all I could say. Yeah, um, <laughs> this pretty much ends as soon as it begins. But man, is it a nice little slice of? Uh, it's a nice. It's a nice refresher. It's the uh, pickled ginger between your and a moose uh, bouche. Your, your California roll. Oh, there you go. Um, I'll, I'll give this is. one a, a rating because, uh, you know, it's it's short, but it's long Dude. enough to and, and weird enough to warrant uh, a little bit more uh, conversation about it. Uh, I like there isn't much there. It is hilarious that it happens and it's weird as fuck. But I think they all knew that there wasn't enough substance here to keep it in the movie. And yet it, it existed because of how strange it is. I'm going to give this one a four out of ten. I'm going six point nine out of ten. Fitting. Nice. Do you guys think there could be a version of this, of nutball, except you get to use the paddle as like a defense? (laughs) That would be pretty cool. I like that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this one was fun, but it's it's definitely not stealing the show. Like I said, I had forgotten it was there, but when I saw it again, I was smiling and laughing. Um, But yeah, it's not, it's definitely not a show stealer. Uh, Just five and a half out of 10 for me. But um, hey, who knows? Maybe one day we'll see it return in the future with bigger and better things. Who knows? Maybe in 4.5. Hmm. We won't see it bigger and better with uh, poopies, though, because as we hear in the credits that he's got, uh, (laughs) as Pontius so eloquently puts it, he says, poopies doesn't have the biggest penis. Not the second biggest either. (laughs) Well, that's why he was so nervous when when you're talking about how poopies was nervous looking at it, right? It's it's yeah. uh, funny. Yeah. Well, he he says that it. in the credits. That one of the funnier moments is is in the credits, and I'm sure we'll kind of do some rapid fire stuff about the credits when we get to it. But at one point, Poopy says he's like uh, he's talking to two people. He's like, "That's what I was worried about was showing my dick to the whole world and them seeing how small it is." And no one comments, and you just see him look around like, "Oh fuck, that's not even funny. It's just sad." Like everyone's just like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." <laughs> I was like so uncomfortable when I saw that. Man, well, they don't call him the peepees. They call him poopies for a reason. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but uh, back at the bull ring, it wouldn't be a jackass movie without the fucking bull ring. And I kind of already spoiled it, but hey, I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've seen the movie anyways. Knoxville is going to go for one last ride. I don't know how he's going to get in there with this thing again. He's just, he's fucking gutless, this guy. And um, after this one, I don't know. Maybe he won't ever do it again. But uh even Steve-O says before we get started that even when I wanted to die, when my life was at yeah. its worst, I wouldn't even take part in this bullshit. I fucking hate the bull ring, says Steve-O. Just so casually throwing that. out that he wanted to die. Like, oh, Jesus, yeah. man, take it away from the set. They're bumming everyone at, out. At least he's he's open about it, though. Like, you know, he's he's very aware of what his life was like and the person he was, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I think he did um, that to big but, up Knoxville being like, yeah, hey, yeah. man, I was literally on the brink and this was too hardcore for me. You no, know what 100%. I mean? Like, I don't think it was a downer by any stretch. But just stretch. casually being like, yeah, you know, back when I wanted to die and everyone's like, oh, fucking hell, Steve. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a good time here. 
Yeah. Do you have to take a shit or anything? There's a porta potty over there. Go, go <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But Knoxville is all suited up in a tuxedo. He looks like a fucking magician, folks. He's got the top hat and everything. Now he pours a milky white substance into the hat. He later he refers to it as milk, but I was almost wondering if this is just leftover pig cum that they mm-hmm. needed something to do with. They're like, you know, we got to get rid of all this pig cum. It's cost us a fortune. Um, so he dumps it in the hat, puts the hat on. He's ready to go. But uh, yeah. Th- this doesn't last long guys. Like he gets in there and the bolt kind of chases him around for a bit. And it's not long. The first shot he's already hit does a gnarly flip and no dodge, no escape. Knoxville's on the ground and he's snoring. It's kind of like when he got Oof. knocked out by Butterbean yeah. in a department store. Yeah. They put him on a stretcher in, in no time at all. And they have to just, they have to take him out of there in an ambulance. It's, it's pretty grim. Well, it's a moment that is, uh, uh, you know, there are a few moments like this in Jackass where it stops being funny, and that's definitely this one as well. It's just, it's so serious. The hit is funny. The, 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 the you know, the dressings of this being a magic trick was funny. Tremaine's uh, comment was fucking hilarious. Oh, the phone? With the cell yeah. phone? He's like, yeah. How did yeah. I see this cell phone? This is you. And just flips it around a hundred times. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what I thought was the best part about this was so many times, we see these jackass stunts and we see them evolve and get bigger and better and bigger and better. Yeah. More intricate, yeah. more this and that. This was the exact opposite. Like they yeah. started doing the bull t- teeter totter, all these different things. This was like, you're just straight up going to get hit. Mm-hmm. You're blindfolded and you're going to get hit. Like there was yeah. no, you know, no gimmick behind it. This was just straight punishment. And in a weird way, I like that. It was like just the most simplified version of it. And it had the worst results. I, I totally agree. Yeah. It was just uh, an homage to some of the more gnarly things that Jackass has done, and and getting hit by a bull just remains to this day to be one of the most dangerous things that that they could do, uh, and 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 this proves why. Uh, you know, they start yeah. off trying to make a, a glass of milk disappear in a hat, and they end up making a billion brain cells disappear in the blink of an eye. So uh, he's he's sitting there snoring on the ground. The one other thing that I wanted to I wanted to say about this one. It pans to like the crew who's watching the stunt and Eric Minaka is there as well. And I know yeah. that we constantly say like, nah, we didn't see much of him. I don't know what his thing was, this and that. But he is oozing personality every time he's on screen. And the more I see him, the more I really, really like him and want to see more of him. I think there's a creativity to him. I guarantee you that if he's in the TV shows, those little stunts that he's going to be almost like maybe not like a new Dave Anglin, but almost like a weird Bam Margera style where, you know, when Bam would do something like set up a sheet of plexi, go down a ramp and smack right into it. And like, just have these weird ideas and things like that. It seems like that's what Monaco is good at. And it may just not be as well suited to a movie, but every time he's on screen, I'm happy. I like him a lot. And I, I want to see more from him. You mean Tyler, the creator? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, glad, I'm like, I'm actually really glad you pointed to the, group dynamic there because I noticed something that I wanted to point out and that's like this like you said this is like the worst scenario to be in because it's just like everybody's like what the fuck do we do now like Knoxville's our, our lead man is down mm-hmm. and he's not moving I, I wonder what it's like to be in that crowd and I wonder if you feel an obligation as a cast member to like try to keep the spirits light even when you don't know what's about to happen next. Because you can tell after it happens, a couple of the guys kind of chuckle a little bit or make a small joke. I think Pontius makes a comment about it. Um, and, you know, everybody kind of smiles, but it's 
just what would it be like to be like how do you react you know i mean it's true you you have a job to do which is to keep things light because you know that even an injury sometimes that's the direction that the stunt goes i'll tell you this much if i'm a new member of of the crew i'm keeping my fucking mouth shut and i'm letting the i'm letting the old crew figure out what to do with the tone because that's not my job at that point Dude, yeah, it looks tense as fuck. I wouldn't want to be in there. Um, And I kind of wonder, to your point as well, with some of the new guys, the whole cast, if, you know, they're in a movie with with the guys who've been doing it their whole fucking career. So I think you're right that when the TV show comes out, they're really going to come into their own because I feel like they just, they must have felt like, hey, we're here as guests at this point, basically, Mm -hmm. because this isn't our turf yet. Um, and I really do hope we see them like take on their own personalities. Like you look at Zach ass, he's already got a fantastic personality for this. He's got his niche carved out already. Yeah. So I'm sure when you see him in the show, he's going to, he's going to do some real cool shit and he's going to probably be the one poopies too. Yeah, definitely. He's yeah, he'd definitely be on the list for guys to look out for. But I think overall, like you, the whole cast, I'm excited to see where this goes. Um, and uh, speaking where where it's going to go next, let's give this a fucking rating and uh, move on because we are right at the tail end of this thing now, boys. What did you guys think of the magic trick? Who wants to go first? I'll, I'll go, go for, first. Okay. okay. All right. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go first because I, I, <laughs> I feel like this one's going to be uh, difficult. I, I mean, it's not it's not funny, um, but it's so impressive. And similar to Chris saying, I don't want to punish the bully being Aaron McGahee in the last one by having him go through something and not giving him his due by giving him a high score. Like, how do you not give this one a high score? It could have been more. And it wasn't supposed to be, as Chris said, very elaborate. It was just supposed to be someone getting hit by a bull. And guess what it is? Someone getting hit by a fucking bull. Um, I, I, I. I don't, I don't, I, I obviously can't go, go too high because it's not, it's not as, uh, uh, as, as intense as some of, some of the last stuff that we saw. The first bull thing that we saw, we gave a 7.52 in Jackass one. I feel like because of the evolution of bulls and the homage that it gave it by, by really stripping it down, I want to give this one an eight out of 10. I can't go too much higher because it really isn't that much more, but kudos to Johnny for, for sticking it out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going with a seven and a half out of 10. It was impressive. He took a huge hit, sacrificed himself for this. But there was, as much as I like that there wasn't layers, it was just a punishment act. It was, um, you know, th- later on, they side by side the two together. It's the yeah. same flip. It just, the same. It, it kind of like brought me down with the the mortality of everything. Do you know what I mean? I kind of, it kind of hit bit, me no, hard way sure. where it's like, okay, this wasn't, he walked away from it back in the day and now, He's down and out. So it was a bit of a buzzkill for me, to be completely honest. So, yeah, that's what I'm going with. I got to give it the respect, but it's also not my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. Jay? So Chris was hoping for the 900. He didn't get it. (laughs) Records were not broken. Maybe next time. Uh, Solid 8 out of 10 on this one. It's just too gnarly not to go lower. Because, I mean, like, first of all, Steve-O himself said... uh, fuck this. I hate this shit. I would, you'd never find me in there. And Knoxville is like a veteran at bull stunts at this point that the fact that he did it at this age is impressive to me. And he took a big hit. And as we see in the, the cutaway moments later, as they wheel him out of the hospital, uh, he's in good spirits, which is amazing. Like he, you know, uh, Tremaine asks him, how are you doing? He says, I got a broken wrist broken rib and a concussion but all knoxville wants to know is did the milk come out of the hat <laughs> and i just love that that's classic knoxville right there. it reminds you me know. of the is butterbean okay comment uh yeah, that, yeah, that that, that he had time. when he got knocked out by him 
So yeah, eight out of ten on that one. I, I much respect to Knoxville for doing it. It's, I'm uh, surprised you, you didn't mention the fact that when you see the bulls backs, it the bull has shit all over its ass. There's shit <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, and Jay would have noticed get, that for sure. I thought Jay would have. I get that bulls have big asses, but like, does it spray to the side? Where? Why is it all <laughs> over his ass? That that thing needs a tushy. That someone's got to get that bull a tushy. Yeah, my tushy for sure. Steve yeah. Oak should hook him up. Yeah, exactly. And maybe some manscape too. Who knows? Let's shave that bull's nuts. Exactly. I feel like if there's, you know, there's some real locks of hair back there that are going to be real tight. I don't know if a razor would do that justice. You might well, need like a fucking well, weed whacker. Listen, Jay, it needs a weed, you, pack, you weed whacker 5.0. It needs ah. the, weed, the, the lawnmower. The lawnmower 4.0. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, look at that. It was meant to be after all. It's uh, not only good for shaving your balls. If you have a pet bull at, at home that shits on itself, you're in luck. You're in luck. Hey, what can it do? That's what I want to know. Uh, you know what I want to know, Mikey, is how fucking giddy were you in the theater when you saw the start of this next one? It's so the Vomitron. I counted all the milks and I wrote down the colors for you here. And I love that everybody's co- color coordinated. Like yeah. they bought t-shirts and shorts that are the color of the milk they're drinking. You've got fucking orange, yellow, Baby blue, blue, purple, and pink. Now, boys, before we move forward, what are these flavors? That's what I want to know. Orange, I think that's self-explanatory. Yellow? Banana. Banana? Banana, I guess. Baby blue? What's the baby blue Yeah, it's freezy milk. (laughs) You got blue. You got blue milk. Uh, That's Chris is already uh, already gagging. I don't like milk. We haven't even... (coughs) Colored milk is not good. (laughs) What would your least favorite colored milk be, Chris? Definitely banana. Banana <laughs> kind of tastes like that penicillin stuff. <coughs> you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. You remember that? Imagine trucking yeah. a full gallon of that. Would you be able to do it, Chris? And especially it's not <sighs> going to be cold. It'd be pretty warm too. Like maybe like a little bit, a little bit chunky. I'm not listening. I can't you listen are, to you right now. My earphones are out of my ear. Oh, cool. That's fun. That That's good <sighs> content. Dude, I'm literally going to throw up. <laughs> what do you want from me? That would be great. Oh, it's a yeah, jackass podcast. Let's do it. Oh, that just got me really, really hit me hard there. I couldn't <laughs> even play along. It was just too serious. <laughs> too serious. I was just talking about colors of the rainbow. I know. I just got started thinking. It's disgusting What made shit. Chris Palmit on uh, a live recording? Uh, the concept of the color orange, it turns out. Uh, in milk. In milk. Disgusting. In milk. In milk. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, you got blue, purple, and pink. I don't know what those are. You can figure it out. I was gonna, I was gonna say that uh, I don't know if the guy who who brought the blue milk is also also a moisture farmer. Figure that reference out. Uh, I'll, let you, I'll let you sit with that one for a while. I don't get it. It's fine. It's fine. It's not that important. Someone out there gets it. That's okay. all that matters. Listen, we already know how this ends up, though, guys. We've seen the movie, but. I love how excited everyone is before they know what's about to happen. You know, this, they've been, this is like a dream stunt and it has a lot of the younger crew and it. it's like a mix of both. So I love that. There's a lot of giddiness. There's a lot of like, fuck yeah, I can't believe we get to do this. This is classic, right? They strap in to this fucking uh, merry-go-round, which was lifted straight from a public park, much like Mikey does with small children. <laughs> and it doesn't it was take one long. Time. You can't let it go. <laughs> It it doesn't take long for the puking to start. I'm talking like within the first 10, 15 seconds at least, unless there was editing. I mean, I don't know. They could have MTV'd this shit. But anyway, everybody's starting to throw up 
and we get greeted by an army truck full of paintballers. And I love how, despite how fast this fucking thing is spinning, they can actually make out what is going on. Like, Poopies is shouting, there's a fucking army truck. Like, (laughs) things are starting to take (laughs) off here. Oh, man. And it just gets crazier and crazier from here, guys. What are you thinking at this point in the sketch? I'm just so amazed. First of all, I was bummed that they stopped the milk vomit so early. I wanted more milk vomit. I, I wanted the whole. Me I too. honestly wanted the whole sketch to be about that. Uh, we didn't get that. We got some of it. I do want to say Jasper kind of shit the bed in this one. Um, he, he, he couldn't finish drinking the milk, but it ended up coming around and being kind of funny because the whole time I'm talking <laughs> while the paintballs are being shot while everyone's running for their lives because the vomitron stops and everyone's just like, you got like, they're, they're like, go, you go run somewhere. It's a fucking war. Jasper doesn't let go of the milk the entire time, which is amazing. <laughs> that, that was like, I think he just had a death grip on it. Like if you told him he had it in his hand, he probably wouldn't have even noticed it. He's probably thinking it was like, it was like little teddy bear safety blanket yeah, when he's a kid yeah, or exactly shit like exactly yeah and then the other one is is zach ass is so he's dead by the time by the time yeah. the, the wheel stops and the paintball start when when the wheel slowly out. comes to a, a stop he's like arms dangling to the side neck craned <laughs> like no control in his body vomiting all over himself like resigned as though he may as well be dead that image of him was fucking hilarious to me it was so good yeah dude it knocked him right out and um speaking of getting knocked out this is when the explosions fucking start yes. and it, like in comes the totally not cg jet you know just <laughs> flying over and uh, yeah, explosions start going off everywhere, but they are real explosions, which is great to see. And everybody's just fucking panicking. They don't know what's going on, you know, whether to shit or wind their watch to use an old reference. And uh, it's not <laughs> long before, you know, everybody just starts bailing from the merry-go-round as it's slowing down. Zach fucking wakes up and pukes on himself <laughs> almost immediately. Uh, <laughs> and then Knoxville, he gives the call. He says fire. And now the firing squad is at him with their paintball guns. And this is everyone like they're surrounded, including a dude on a mounted machine gun turret. Yes. Like there's no escaping. Everybody's getting fucked up here. And it's uh, funny because it's uh, uh, poopies. What I love is when, like you're on the set of jackass you know that there's no you you can't quit you're just you got to deal with whatever's about to happen and poopies though is just so wrapped up in the moment that he turns around to the camera and he says stop as though that's gonna stop the whole production <laughs> it's just stop, like, guys he said stop, stop. he said oh, stop over poopies. here and he's got the dave england thing where he always looks like he's crying too which is always i mean that just fucking kills him uh, absolutely oh, yeah. yeah and uh the whole time this is happening you get the misfits with where eagles dare mm. which is a fantastic you, track it's just you're welcome once again mr chris i love when you come um, through with those good old punk tracks that are in the background i, I actually look forward to it every episode I like to come through. You know me. Uh, everybody starts to bail um, from that merry-go-round. At this point, it's emptied completely. I think uh, is it uh, is it Zachass still passed out on it at this point? Is he like the last he, man standing? Honestly, he's just like he is the Hulk at that point. He's like your puny bullets won't do anything to me. I'm still dealing with this gallon of milk in my stomach. <laughs> So just fire away. I don't give a fuck. Eventually you're going to run out of bullets. Like I legitimately can't remember if he wakes up or not, or if that's where he, en- he ends this. I think Jay, he's still there. I think to this day, if you go out to the desert, he's still going to be on a vomitron. 
arms dangling <laughs> so to the side. He's he's straight up dead then. Like <laughs> they just left. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's straight up dead. Jesus. Um, there's a great shot here where Poopies loses his pants, and I can't help but feel like this happens a lot for some reason, and I don't know why. I don't and know he's why. crying. Poopies is legitimately crying. <laughs> there's like, I mean. <laughs> But if if Danger Aaron started crying in the bear scene, and I know, Chris, you alluded to there being more kind of along those lines in 4.5, that would have made me feel bad. But when something like this happens and a grown ass man cries, it just it's like watching someone vomit and watching a grown man cry in a funny context. Go. That's peanut butter and jelly. to oh, me. Absolutely. I, I, I loved that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and it's it's perfect because it went from the I'm so giddy to do the milk thing to, to crying at the end, and it's it is beautiful how that you know how that pans out. Yeah, um, I think all in all here, this sketch, I'm kind of with you, Mikey, that I wanted to see more of the puking, and in a way, I remember in the theater when they started doing the paintball, I was actually it subtracted from it a little bit from for me because yeah. I felt like shit. I needed a little bit more of the puking and the madness because I love those milk sketches. And the fact that they didn't do it, I was kind of thinking about it the whole time the paintball was going off going, okay, well maybe there'll be more later. Right. You know? And then there isn't really a whole lot of puking to follow, even after they're done with the paintballing. Like there's a couple spots, but it's pretty minor from what I Yeah, expected, like let them get more milk down so when they get hit by the paintballs, it's causing them to stop focusing on holding in the puke and then they puke just out of the shots alone. That that type right. of thing would have worked really well. Right. Right. Totally. Um, but the last, uh, I guess, bit of chaos we see is Wee Man rolls in in a tank that's got Wee Man <laughs> actually written on the side of the tank. And uh, I think Poopies tries to commandeer it there for a while and he's riding along with Wee Man. But it's it's funny because when he was in when he was in the tank, um, uh, it looked like a like a t- that was actually just one of those red Fisher Price cars with the yellow roofs. Uh, it just looked much bigger <laughs> when Wee Man was in it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, actually, I wish that was true. <laughs> but we got to talk about, I think the guy who, again, I said it earlier in the episode, the guy who always steals the show in the aftermath, it's Dave. We have to talk about Dave England here for a moment. There's a part where Aaron is laughing at Dave, pointing the finger, saying, look at Dave's face. Dave, He's he looks like he's still the dizziest guy, like out of the whole group. Yeah. He, he's barely standing. And Dave says, fuck off, just fuck all the way off, which I love. And uh, <laughs> he also says, is that, uh, you know, we're rounding it out here. And he says, it's got to be over, dude. I can't get any more hurt. I think we're all the way finished. Stick a fork in it, everybody. He's like saying this to the cast. He's turning around. Stick a fork in it, everyone. We're done. We're done. He calls uh, he calls cut on the on the production of Jackass 4.5 or for forever. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And Steve O got shot in the dick. It looks pretty sore. Oh, that that looks gross. That looked really I you know, that's when he should have been wearing that uh, protective acrylic covering for sure. 100%. Yeah, could have deflected a few of those back at the enemy. Um, with a well-timed parry, but I think, you know, you're right. That is a wrap on the movie. Dave pretty much called it not before the giant explosion that no one expected, right? When everyone's starting to wind down to and get comfortable again, one more explosion. Nice touch. We get the classic twang of the guitar and you know, that's the end of the movie. The credits do roll. We've made it to the end of Jackass forever. 
Yeah, um, uh, not without giving this final one a review before we get into those credits, I think. Uh, you know, we Let's don't do always review the last stunt. I'll go first on this one and just kind of lead right into mine. You know, sometimes it's just a closing number or something like that. Uh, and it doesn't always warrant a review. But because this one is kind of organically wrapped into uh, a stunt that turns into the final scene. I actually didn't expect it. And I thought that worked really, really well. It was a huge production, lots of explosions, bit of sentimentality, pain, vomit, chaos, all the cast is involved. And as much as I think that some of that took away from the vomit, I think that the, 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 the vomit and the milk was kind of to fuck with you as the viewer because they didn't want you to know that you were leading into the end. So I have to forgive them for it. I still got some throwing up. I think as far as ends to movies of jackass go, this is pretty fucking good. Uh, I'm going to give this one an 8.5 out of 10. Yeah. See, I I'm not going to lie. It just didn't do it for me. Oh, really? Yeah. It, it, I wonder why. I, I don't know. The Like the puke thing. <laughs> it's surprisingly, I would have wanted more of the puke thing as well yeah, with yeah. you guys. Really? But it just, when I heard that twang of the guitar and realized that was the final thing of the movie, it just didn't seem yeah. like that was good enough to be the end of yeah, potentially yeah. jackass in general. Like I wanted something different, even if True. it was one of the old productions and they kind of did that type of song and number dance or whatever the case was. It just, you know, it, it if this was maybe a throw in somewhere else, I would have liked it more, but I have to kind of judge it at a higher spectrum just because of how significant that could potentially be in the history of the franchise. True. So yeah, yeah, to me, I'm going with a five out of 10. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. I, I really didn't enjoy it very much, to be honest. Chris, I didn't even think about it till you said it, but I think you're, you make a really good point. Yeah, there was no like song or dance fucking number or like usually they do a spectacle. I mean, I believe in Jackass, the first movie, they don't really do that, but they kind of established that tradition later. And yeah, it was absent and I didn't even realize it. No wonder it felt kind of weird that that was the end. Well, you guys um, would have preferred a song and dance number though? Well, no. even maybe not that, but just something grand and like, like a spectacle that they clearly had to like plan out and have something. Oh, that's so weird. I Cause know. I, I think I that to a T is this, I think a, this, really? like a war scene has to be coordinated. Sorry. So actually okay. I don't want to step on, step on your review. We can talk about that after, but get into the, uh, the score. Yeah. No, no. You make a good point though. Like, yeah, I guess when you factor that and you do have the army showing up and stuff and that was cool. Like it. I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't think I'm going to go as high as you did, Mikey, on this one, though, because I remember that feeling in the theater of like, fuck, you You fucking baited me with the milk thing as a yeah. viewer. I love this. I want this so bad. And then I didn't really get it. And it it made it harder to enjoy what I did get. And that's just fucking entitled spoiled brat over here. But <laughs> listen, like, it's still a good ending. It's just... I kind of wish there was some icing on that cake. It's a very delicious fucking cake, but it just it just needed a little touch more, especially sure. for this movie, which took you think of the gap between this and Jackass three. Um, I don't know. So overall, I better just get to the fucking number already. It's not going to be as high as Mikey, but it's definitely going to be above that five marks. I appreciate the effort that went in. So I think it's sit at probably a seven out of ten on this. Okay. I, I understand. And to be clear, I also felt very dissatisfied when this happened, especially the first time, because I was like, that can't be it. It, mm -hmm. it did feel a little bit underwhelming. But I think that's because they took a big swing. They wanted you as the viewer to not know you were going into the final stunt, whether it ended up landing or not. That's different. But I also think the ends of all the jackass movies I've always found underwhelming and 
I'm kind of I'm not reviewing this to the rest of the sketches in Jackass. I'm reviewing it to the rest of the closing segments of Jackass. And in relation to those, I think it's it is kind of better because um, it's hard to end a movie like this. And I don't think they've ever really nailed it. And this is, to me, kind of the closest they've come. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I man with this one, I, I want to say that. uh I don't want to take away from what they did do right because, like, I, this is the end of the episode here, and I don't want it to sound like I'm shitting on the movie. It was a fucking fantastic trip. And you go back to what we opened the movie with, which was awesome and very well choreographed <laughs> and produced. And that's probably the best opening stunt they've done um, in terms of just, you know, the work that was put into, to, you know, like <laughs> the, the fucking cock monster. That's like, that's pretty <laughs> iconic. I think they created another classic jackass moment with yeah. that so they did a lot right here um that's for sure i do want to point that out mm-hmm. but yeah guys that takes us into the credits and there's probably a few things we could pick out did you guys have any moments or like outtakes here that you? i, liked I would just say say in general i loved when they were comparing the beginning versus the end oh do you know I what i mean cried. it, it I was honestly, so intense i honestly almost cried that's pretty much all easy to say yeah it's all i really took out of of the credits you know there was definitely some good things here there but just that that the contrast between things seeing the younger version and the older version and the similar things they were doing it just it really tugged on my heartstrings like it genuinely did like yeah. you said like i got emotional watching it so I don't even really want personally, like even care about the rest of it, just because that that hit the spot. If that's how the movie, that's kind of how I chose to end the movie in my mind, opposed to this final stunt, because that yeah, that would have been fair. the perfect perfect uh, cherry on top, you know, just to kind of put things to rest that way. And it was also there's a dented metal cup, <laughs> which is fucking gnarly yeah. because PK Subban's slap shot dented a metal <laughs> true, uh, metal true. cup. Uh, Jay, what about you? That's terrifying. That's fucking terrifying. I wrote that one down too because I like you don't get to see that in the sketch, or then it's like, holy shit, it was that bad. Like fuck. Um, but yeah, I, I liked. Um, I, I liked that there was there was they brought back the double dick like ping pong paddle thing. So they had it instead of just attached to one guy, it was yeah. like attached to two, like one of those fucking finger traps, and it was like just hilarious to see some of the reactions of the guys as they're like doing you know, jump rope and shit. And you can tell that it's like tugging at their fucking, oh. <laughs> <laughs> their fucking wiener. And like Dave's, Dave had a great reaction at the end of that, where he was like almost crying, laughing. And, uh, I just thought that was fucking hilarious. I do um, love when they sometimes, and they do this a lot, save better parts from a sketch for the credits. They, it's not just throwing stuff away. Some of it yeah. is legit, really funny stuff. Uh, I'll never get sick of that. Also, you know, I know, Chris, you've already seen Jackass 4.5. I kind of didn't want to taint the notes that I'd already made on this one, and I wanted to watch it after, which I obviously will do. But this post-credit sequence while I was watching it made me so excited for Jackass 4.5. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Especially because at one point, Jeff Tremaine's like, I got shot with the elephant rifle yesterday. And I'm like, the fucking elephant rifle? Oh, yeah. <laughs> what, what is that about? Is that, that's in the movie? Oh, Dave, we were yeah. wondering why Preston Lacey has that big mark on him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I always I I thought Can't Preston wait. Lacey had the mark because of the cannon. Nope. Cannon nope. Shot that's no what we way. assumed. I, nope. I nope. Definitely the elephant rifle. All right. <laughs> oh my well, God. Let's save it for next episode, guys. Yeah. I'm I'm I can hardly wait to talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in all, I gotta I gotta add one to the uh, scoreboard there with you guys and say that yeah, the comparisons to nostalgia and the new stuff was really or nice touch. And you get a Ryan Dunn Forever segment mm-hmm. at the very end of this where they honor him and uh, there's a. 
you know, nice, nice uh, still image of him where he's like all covered in mud or shit or something. No, that's <laughs> just, the, from the tar and feather, from the tar and feather oh, segment. Oh, that's what that was. Okay, yeah. And yeah. and they show him in in your favorite stunt of all time, Jay. Uh, oh, uh, corn yeah, sled, cornfield sledding. <laughs> I can't believe they chose yeah. that one. That is that is the meanest thing is, they could have done. Is Jay to Ryan maybe done. like way smarter than we give him credit for? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, all I'm saying is. Next to the L.A. Ro- roller uh, jump, it's the greatest jackass. He <laughs> called that. He called Mythbusters. Jay's like really in tune with things. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. honestly, do you guys want to get into our MVPs and LVPs uh, of uh, of this segment of the movie? Let's do it. Yes, I do. Uh, uh, Chris, you want to start us off? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, it's it's tough because it goes through everything, but I I think. I'm I, I gotta go Pontius over here. Just even though Pontius, it's because I'm 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 basing this on. Actually, sorry, let me retrace my steps. I'm not even doing it based on the segment. I'm doing it on the whole movie in general, and I'm going Danger oh. Aaron. Okay, that makes sense. Danger Aaron. Danger Aaron. Yeah. He was on right. like he was. This was his coming of age moment. He became an icon. You hear other people talking about this, like the kids behind us, people that don't really know Jackass, and they're all like, "Who is that?" danger guy that guy is crazy so uh, he definitely stole the show even the crew says that that this was his movie that he was the star of this movie 100 percent. i mean if we're talking about the whole movie without a doubt um danger aaron is is my mvp for sure that's that's like i don't think you can make another argument specifically in this one um for this segment for one moment in particular, because it ties such a good circle around the whole uh, jackass uh, movie saga, I'm giving it to Knoxville because of the hit he takes from the bull and the yeah. concussion that he he gave to the camera that nearly ended his life. And now it's at the point where if he gets one more, he's out of commission. Uh, he's he's given so much. He sacrificed so much. And it all comes to a head, pun intended, in that scene. So I'm giving him the MVP of this segment. True. Right on. Uh, for my MVP guys, I'm going to go with Dave England nice. for making me laugh over and over again. When you, you want classic Dave England quotes, there's a shitload of them in this part of the movie. And I'm so grateful that, uh, that he was there, there to just get me chuckling. Cause man, he's got away with his words. And it's only when he's in that state of mind that he's been fucked with to the, like the right amount that he'll, he'll, he'll start spouting some gold. And I'm glad that he did on this one. I agree. Yeah. Uh, LVP, I'll, I'll get into this. Or Chris, why don't you lead us off? Do you want to do LVP uh, for the whole movie? I'm, or, I'm or just, just doing my stuff in general. So LVP, there's only one real loser here, and that's me because this this whole movie just wrapped up. So I am the LVP of this. Uh, Chris, I I did that in our, in our last Jackass wrap-up. I said we're the losers because it's over. Well, I stole it, and I made it better. <laughs> Okay, uh, Chris is the LVP. He thinks it's because the stunts are over. I think it's because he's a goddamn plagiarist or a botulist. <laughs> if you're paying attention yeah, to uh, our, our reference from the last one, uh, LVP of of this segment. Um, I, I it's it, it's tough. I I think I kind of want to give it to Jasper just because of his. his lack of commitment to drinking the milk i don't know why that bothered me so much but it did (laughs) pissed me off i daddy wants to see his his vomit and jasper's just sitting there holding on to his jug it was funny that he had that death grip on it but i did want to see him drink it all and vomit it all up 
Yeah, you know what? For this segment of the movie, for my LVP guys, I'm going with the same sketch as Mikey, but I'm picking a different guy for this one. Um, And you know who it is? Guys, when you're marching into a battle and everybody's got their rifles at the ready, waiting for the call to fire, you know, you're intimidating the opposition with the sheer mass and size of your force. And then you have one fucking guy playing a drum. Yes. That that was Wee Man in this part. <laughs> Wee Man was the fucking guy playing the drum. He just kind of rolled in there after everything was already finished. And he just had the smile on his face like, eh? I, the tank? Man, yeah, I, I love the here. tank. He, he didn't even, I don't even think he shot anybody. He shot so many people. It ah. amazed me how good he was at shooting people. <laughs> I, 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 right. I disagree. I do I'm think, remembering it differently, clearly. But I yes. like that he came in for cleanup duty because it was at a moment where they all probably thought it was winding down. And they're like, oh, by the way, there's a fucking tank you got to deal with now. Battery operated, uh, according <laughs> to Mikey. Yeah. Oh, man. I wonder how many double A's you need to use in that thing. Um, <laughs> guys, we really, really, really got to wrap this up because there's really nothing more to say until, obviously, we get to 4.5 in our next episode. So you better believe we'll be watching that. Chris has already kind of uh, started the party there and it sounds like it's going to be a fucking riot. So I can't wait. Shall we uh, go out as we always do and direct you, the wonderful listener who we love oh so much? to our social media platforms, which is at Pod on Instagram and Twitter. Send us a message. Let us know what you thought of Jackass Forever. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Hey, we only get these movies every fucking, what, five, ten years, whatever it is. So celebrate it while we can. And uh, boys, any closing thoughts on this um, fantastic entry in the Jackass series? Uh, uh, yeah, the only closing thought is uh, uh, to all of our listeners who've been begging us to do 4.5, you get what you've been asking for next week, so buckle up, bitches. Oh, and yeah. send us your questions. If you've seen it and you want us to address anything or you have any thoughts on it, you can email us, as Jay said, jackasspod at gmail.com or just hit us up on any of the socials. It's been super active, so thanks to everyone who's participating. And once again, if you haven't done it already, mm-hmm. leave us a rating in a review if you have spotify you literally just click five stars that's it do that that helps us out a lot if you're on itunes leave us a rating and a review especially you a a ron get yourself back in our good books and we'll we'll give you a (laughs) shout out next time instead of making you the lvp there you go well see you next time bye i'm jason wellwood bye i'm chris aaronworth bye i'm mikey aaronworth and this has been jackassed Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it!